Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya. And I'm Shan. And, and we, we are, are the Kings. Kings. Happy Monday, you all. Thank you so much, as we say every week, for coming back and joining us for another show of Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We are so grateful that you all are taking your time out of your schedule to be here for our show. We're going to go ahead and open up and let you know about our sponsors. We have Christian Humor forward slash inspiration. This is a group that is designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you're on the social media, please go and search them out on their Facebook page by searching them at Christian Humor forward slash inspiration. Do you desire individual, relational, premarital, or marriage counseling? Are you thinking about starting your counseling journey to becoming a better you? Ear to hear consulting and counseling can help. They offer telehealth services across the state of Texas, therapy in the comforts of your own environment. They are now accepting new clients, so visit their website at eartohearcounseling.com or call 254-450-2950. Start today and let them be your ear to hear. What we want to do right now is open up with a word of prayer. We always open our show with a word of prayer. So if you are safely able to bow your head or if you're listening with your family or loved one, if you guys can grab hands as we go to the Lord in prayer. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear God, for another day, dear God. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for allowing us to see another day and keeping us through our journey, dear God. Thank you for walking along beside us, protecting us, dear God, strengthening us, dear God. Dear God, those who are going through right now, we lift them up to you, Heavenly Father. We ask that you would just dispatch your angels, dear God, to just be their comfort during this time, that you would wrap your loving arms of care and comfort around them. Those who have lost loved ones, dear God, we see that a lot of individuals are losing loved ones. And even though this is the holiday season, Heavenly Father, those who are grieving and going through, we ask that you would just give them the strength. Dear God, those who are having challenges in their mind, their body, emotionally, dear God, we ask that you would touch like never before, dear God, you come in, that you are, you would make them whole, dear God, that you would set individuals free from things that they are wrestling with that we don't even know, but you know, Heavenly Father, dear God, we give you all the glory for bringing us through and all that you are going to do, Heavenly Father, we lift this show up to you on tonight, dear God. And we ask that you would be in the midst, that you would speak through Kenya and I, that a word would be said that would encourage, dear God, those that are listening, those who have been praying, dear God, to you for answers, dear God. Let those prayers, dear God, according to this topic on tonight, be answered, dear God. We lift up marriages on to, uh, to you, Heavenly Father. Those who are going through, Heavenly Father, those who are thinking about giving up, Dear God, those who just don't know which way to turn, we ask that you would step in like never before, dear God, that you will put your hands and touch those marriages, dear God, no matter how individuals try to make themselves seem happy in their marriage, dear God, we ask that you would go in and do spiritual surgery like never before, Heavenly Father, so that their marriage will reflect what it is that you desire. Those who are single, dear God, we ask that you would be with them that are desiring to be married. Heavenly Father, even those who are divorced, dear God. Dear God, we 
pray a special prayer for KRG and this radio station, asking that you would continue to bless it even the more as it is continuously blessing others, dear God. We thank you for the good report that is received, dear God, but we know it's not of us, it is of you, dear God, and that you will continue to get all the glory. All the leaders around the world, dear God, we are praying right now in the name of Jesus that they will fall flat on their face, regardless, Heavenly Father, of what capacity that they are serving in leadership and worship you and get direction from you of how to lead your people, dear God. Not their agenda, Lord God, but your agenda. Thank you so much for continuing to cover Kenya and I as we speak about topics, dear God, that we know that the enemy is not happy, but you get the glory. We thank you for all that you have done in our lives and everything that you're going to continue to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And our foundational scripture for the show is Matthew, the 19th chapter and the sixth verse. And it reads, so there are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And our motto here for Marriage Mondays with the Kings is helping to build stronger marriages, which lead to stronger families and stronger communities. And our KRG and disclaimer views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This station holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on this show. And please keep in mind that although we are counseling professionals, the information shared on our show is for ministry educational purposes only. Also note that topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us desiring to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriages, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister. And so as we get ready to roll into this show, we definitely want to throw out the topic that we'll be talking about tonight. And on tonight, the topic for our show will be praying for your marriage. Once again, today's topic is praying for your marriage. Yes. And so what we are hoping is that those of you who have been praying for your marriage or those of you who may need to be praying for your marriage, that you would get something out of this on tonight. Um, not to say that we are experts by any means. What we do is we come on the show, allow God to use us, and then we share our own personal experiences, hoping that it will be an amazing, positive example for you all. Now, keep this in mind, although we're speaking about marriage, this is also for singles that maybe you desire to be married. You know, maybe you desire to be in a relationship. We get people that speak to us all the time and that is their heart's desire because we have some singles and we know that the word of God says it in the New Testament that everybody's not gonna be married and it is okay. But what we wanna do is really tonight just delve into praying. What does that look like? What are the prayers that you're praying? I guarantee you there are some individuals right now, it's like I almost feel it in my spirit, where individuals are like, well, I've been praying for my marriage mm -hmm. and it's not working. Prayer is not working. Listen, if, if me and Kenya know anything else, we know that it works. And as the older folks used to say, mm -hmm. prayer changes things. Mm -hmm. So maybe we need to examine, and that's some of the things that we may do on tonight, is how are you praying? Because, you know, there's some, some different styles of prayer. We know the word of God tells us how to pray. And then, of, of again, sharing our experiences of what we did and being transparent, hoping that it will bless others and strengthen your marriage or those who are single who desire to be married and you are praying for your future mate. Yeah, and I think, you know, to really start the show off, there may be a lot of individuals that may be asking the question, well, why should I pray 
uh, for my marriage. Mm. Well, for me, it is very simple. If you buy a car mm -hmm. and there is something that needs to be fixed, something starts going, going wrong, you have a instruction booklet that it tells you, hey, pull over to the side, don't drive it anymore, have it towed, take it back to the dealership, right, whatever right, the case right, may right. be, because that dealer has individuals there that know about the makeup of that vehicle, mm -hmm. how all the intense parts work. Right. See, God designed marriage. And if we're having issues in our marriage, and even if we're not, we should always be able to pray to him because he wrote the ultimate book. Come on, on now. Come on. He wrote the, the, the Bible. He wrote uh, the instructions that we need to do because he set the institution of marriage in uh, to effect. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the first thing that we have to tackle is you should pray for your marriage because you're praying back to the individual that designed it. Come on. That person has all the answers. Right. right we don't right. run to a plumber to fix our engine in the car. Mm -hmm. We go to the person who is trained, Come who knows now. about that. And so we have to be able to do that in our marriage. Right. And so, you know, normally I kind of wait till later in the show to really try to start going deep, but I got to go eat. deep real quick. <laughs> on this one come on see when you're talking about your your marriage you're talking about a relationship that you're trying to prolong mm -hmm. i find it very funny that individuals won't pray for their marriage mm. come on sir come on sir they won't pray for their marriage and you have to understand that is a direct reflection of your relationship with god mm -hmm. why do i say that because come a lot on. of times you're only going to do something in your marriage or you'll do something for your spouse when you want to get something out of it <laughs> so you'll start praying when you want something when you need something My god. but you're not praying and then that manner that shows that God, look, every bit of me is about you. Mm -hmm. I want to make my decisions based off of what you're saying and in your time and in your will and your way and not that of my own. Mm -hmm. So I, I may be really rushing kind of fast, but that's going to be a lot of reasons why people aren't hearing back from God in reference to their prayers. Mm -hmm. You may be praying for the wrong thing. That's not what God has in his timing. Mm -hmm. He may be preparing you for something that's greater, right. but instead of us trying to sit back and let him water us, we're trying to decide our own watering schedule. Mm -hmm. We're trying to decide what it is that we need to do, what we've been called to do. We're not really having that relationship with him. Right. So I think the first thing that people have to understand is that the enemy will naturally go against what God has designed. Yes. God yes. designed marriage, so the enemy is going to go against it. So right. you have right, to right. pray for your marriage so you know how to combat the mm. enemy. See, a lot of times we have to understand, and, and my wife and I, we, we will be very transparent when it comes to this. Mm -hmm. When we uh, first uh, got married and even many years into our relationship, we had to realize that it we weren't the problem, mm. so to speak. The enemy was causing us to fight each other instead of us working together with each other. Once we got on the same sheet of music and realized, hey, we ain't supposed to be fighting each other. We're supposed to be fighting with each other together. Yes. Fighting the enemy. Yes. Then yes. things yes. started to change around. Right. right. But a lot of that had to do with a lot of prayer. It had to do with a lot of supplication. It had to do a lot with washing away of yourself mm -hmm. and thinking more about the other individual. Because right. one thing that I know what prayer will do, it will make you rethink what you're asking for. Come on, God. It will make you rethink what you're asking for. So mm. when you're asking for patience and your wife is already getting on your nerves, <laughs> you ask for it. Right, right, right. And right. that may be some things that you have to go through in order to get your marriage on track. But mm. the main thing that I really want to throw out there, and I'm going to hit it again, is you got to keep the enemy out of your business. Right, right, right. We have to learn how to fight the individual that is coming up against the institution of marriage that may be setting some of these things in place. However, we're not going to give them all the credit because the enemy isn't the only one that's really messing up marriages today. Mm. We have to be ready to take accountability for the come things that we do, the things yes. that we say, the things that we allow to come in that may mess up the marriage. Yes. And the only thing we have to do is pray, ask for forgiveness, keep going forward because God is going to continue to bless us. Right, right. So um, I forgot to put this out here in the beginning. For those of you who are listening, 
listening to us and you desire to see us while we are doing the show, watch the show, um, please go to Marriage Mondays with the Kings YouTube channel. If you can't see it, you have to hit subscribe and then you should be able to see it. So I wanted to put that out there. Um, now, one of the things is, and that you say it, and of course, thinking about the scripture, Matthew 6 and 10, mm -hmm. part of that scripture says, thy will be done. Yes. That's what it's saying, the King James Version, okay? Mm -hmm. Thy will. Others say, like in the NIV, your will be done, okay? Now, the thing I think when we pray, this is what I call it. Now, if y'all start using this pastors and leaders and everything, I'm going to need y'all to credit us here on Marriage Mondays with the Kings because that's where you heard it. But what I think we do is we do a genie prayer. Mm. That's what I call it, a genie prayer. So if y'all remember Aladdin, I used to like watching that cartoon, but if y'all remember Aladdin, you had this lamp and they would rub on the lamp or even I dream a genie. No. Didn't they used to do that too? Yeah. But they would rub on the lamp and then the genie would just appear. And so then you tell the genie your wishes and then boom, it was like it was done. The genie made it happen. Mm -hmm. I think some of us and not trying to be disrespectful are still caught up in the fictitiousness of what we've seen mm -hmm. on Aladdin and I dream a genie. That's not how God works. And so what we tend to do, and let me go ahead and be transparent and tell on myself. So when I used to pray, when me and my husband was at our um, heated moment of passions, as our bishop would always say, mm -hmm. the heated moment of passions, when we were arguing and getting into it and going back and forth, I would pray and say, God, can you make him do this and this and this and this? So I'm telling God all the things that I want God to make my husband do because he just don't understand me, God, as I'm crying through tears and everything like that. Listen again, I'm telling God, okay? And the more that I prayed like that, I believe that the enemy heard that as well because that's what we are taught as Christians, that the enemy hear everything as well. We continue to argue. We continue to go through in our marriage. Things were not changing. So I want you all to look at, if you will, for those of you who are listening, kind of think with me, what type of prayers are you praying? Are you praying genie prayers, expecting God to move like a genie? Mm. Or are you actually doing Matthew 6 and 10? Thy will be done. Because what I had to learn is I got into the word and was, you know, uh, exergeing the text, the scriptures and everything, studying. Um, like 2 Timothy 2 and 15 says, rightly dividing the word of truth. I had to realize it hit me. Chan, you got to change the way you're praying, honey. Mm -hmm. That's why things ain't changing. It's because I did not change the way that I was praying. So instead of saying, God, can you make him do God this and this and this, my prayer changed. And I said, I remember one of my prayers specifically, and I don't even know if I ever told you this, but one of my prayers specifically is I said, God, please help me to be the wife that my husband desires, Okay. Please help me to be the wife that my husband. Now, I already didn't know how to be a wife. Like um, our uh, late uh, Pastor Jan mm -hmm. said, I remember going to a women's conference. Pastor Jan, um, she passed away some years ago. But she, at a women's conference, she was saying nobody told her how to go. She didn't go through a first lady school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she learned as she went. And a lot of us need to realize in our marriages, we learn as we go. So with that being said, God help me to be the wife that he, now see when I prayed that prayer, 
That means it was some things inside of me that God had to bring to my attention so that a way I could change. Mm -hmm. Because God, and Shan, why did you pray a prayer? Because God knows my husband's heart and his desires, his innermost desires in his heart, just like God knows my heart and my desire. So when I changed the prayer and then this is another thing, I'm gonna kind of throw this out there because I don't want to give too much. I want to give too much in my notes. But I, I had asked the question and I was thinking, God, why is it that people don't pray? People will tell you to pray all day. You hear me? Oh, you going through this, especially our brothers and sisters in the building. Oh, you going through this, you need to pray. Now, if you're talking to a, uh, somebody who's a new believer, they may not know how to pray. So are you helping them? How are, how are they, what they supposed to do? Just get to talking? Yeah, God knows our heart, but are you helping them by walking them through saying, hey, I can't tell you exactly how to pray, but these are some examples like the one I just told you that I did. I stopped with the genie prayers and I started saying, God, Matthew 6 and 10, your will be done. God, the desires of my husband's heart, as far as him having a wife, Matthew 6 and 10. I hope y'all taking notes. Write that thing down and go back and read that for yourself and let God speak through you in his word. But how to pray. There are so many examples in the Bible. You could Google it. What does the scripture say about how to pray? And you'll have a whole list. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say this piece. I asked the question, I said, God, why people don't pray? I, like, I don't get it. Like, that's how me and God speak to, you know, how I speak to God when I pray. A lot of people don't pray because if you pray, sometimes in God's, many of the times of God answering your prayer, it's going to require for you to change some things Ooh, about yourself. That's good. Yes. Let's let them sit in. Yeah, for a minute, yeah, really on that. It is going to require for you to change some things about yourself. And this is the thing about us being in this flesh suit us being uh, human beings is we don't want to change about ourselves because we get comfortable in this flesh. Mm -hmm. And so God is answering your prayer. He may be speaking through the pastor. He may be speaking through your coworker. He may be speaking through your spouse. It's some things that you need to change, but we don't want to change, but we want God to do his part. Yes. Come on, Mr. King. No, you're right. And that was one of the things I had in my notes. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> and, and one of the things I think, and, and you were really on point with this, you know, is uh, why should we be praying? Yeah, mm. we want to defend our marriage. Yes. It's going to be up under attack. Mm -hmm. And it's no different from when you were in school. People used to say all the time, man, do you know how to fight? Man, I, don't, I ain't got to worry about fighting. Yes, right, you do right, when it right, comes right. to your marriage. Yeah. Because there's going to be attack. And if you can't stand up against the wild of the enemy mm -hmm. through prayer, letting God fight in certain things for you, then the enemy will eventually win. Right. So what we have to learn how to do is to learn how to pray first, mm. learn how to pray. That is our first and foremost uh, battle um, uniform and, and, and equipment that we can use to combat the enemy. Right. Now, if right. you go over the Matthew, the sixth chapter and the fifth verse, mm -hmm. it will get you to have a better understanding of what you should be doing and shouldn't be doing when it comes to prayer. And okay. I just want to start off at the fifth verse. And it says, and when you pray, you should not be like the hypocrites. That part. 
right do off that the bat, one more time, sir. when you do pray, that. you should not be like the hypocrites, mm. for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets mm. that they may be seen by men. Mm. And I'm not trying to knock anybody, but I've seen a whole bunch of people that will be up in church and they can pray for four and a half hours, but they'll go home and some mess in their relationship and won't pray for four minutes. Let them use you, Mr. King. Because when they're in the synagogue, when they're oh in God. the church, they want to see that the pastor uh, makes, uh, you know, uh, is hearing them pray. Mm -hmm. They want to make sure they're using prolific words mm -hmm. and they're trying to make it rhyme and put pieces and bits in there on, so that it makes on, you look on. like, I know what I'm doing, but right. what are you really saying? Because a lot of times you're just babbling before God. Babbling. Come and on. what it says here is just for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners mm. of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you pray, here you go. This is all about when you. You pray. And about nobody else. When yes. you pray, Come go on. into your room. When you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in secret. Mm. And your father who sees in secret my God, my will God. reward you openly come now on. look at what that's saying come a on. lot of people are doing things out in public in the open mm. and he says they're going to get their reward but when you go to god in secret then he's going to bless you even the more out in the open mm. so i'm mm. praying secretly for my marriage that things are going to turn around that the enemy is not going to come in that other individuals outside the marriage is not going to show up and show out in my marriage right right right. but right. then when god hears that in secret he says let me go to work mm. he's putting faith in the practice he ain't never went in a closet and closed the door before but he done took that first step. Mm -hmm. Let me start ordering the rest of his steps in line. Yes. And then when people start saying, wait a minute, you know, uh, I heard y'all got back together. I heard things on track. You got a job. You got this. Mm -hmm. Now he's blessing you out. In the Come open. on. Come and on. people don't always understand that. Mm -hmm. And it says that when you pray, do not use vain repetitions. Come on. As the heathens do. Mm, heathens. But they that think they will be heard for their many words. God doesn't say in the Bible that when you sit down and pray that you got to say 750 words. 850. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. This ain't a college paper that you have to write. Mm -hmm. This isn't a thesis. But when mm -hmm. you go before him and you use your heart and your mind and you pray what's here, he hears you because he knew you when you were yet in your mother's room. Right. So, and this is Jesus speaking yes. in Matthew, telling us how we need to pray to the Father. Precisely. Mm, and then okay. he tells us how to go before the Father and pray. Now, this is the one that really gets me right here when okay. it comes to verse 14. This goes back to what my wife was saying. It says, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But right. if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. How does that kind of relate back to prayer? In my mind, this is what it is. A lot of times we go into prayer, just like my wife said, wanting to change everybody else, but we're not willing to change ourselves. Jesus. We're going trying to tell people that they need to forgive us, but right. we ain't forgiving Come them. On. Come how on. do we try to sit back and put expectations on God of how we want him to move when this is his industry that Come he on. Designed? Come on. Come on. Come on. What we should be doing is like my wife said, God, I understand I'm in a married uh, relationship with my wife right now. I may not be right. She may not be right. Help us get on one accord. Mm. It ain't time for me to be running to him trying to blame her because he already knows her. Come on. Come he knows on, her better sir. than you. My God. And the same thing that goes for the husband. The wife can't be sitting up trying to say, hey, I'm all, I need you to get right and fix yourself. No, we need to do this thing together. That's yes. why the two are becoming one. one. Yes, but when yes. you over in your prayer closet praying for one thing and somebody else is in the prayer closet praying for another, how, how can the two become one? Because the devil's still right there in the midst saying, hey, I didn't divide it, y'all. Mm. <laughs> but when whatever, two Jesus. or three gather together, come God on, is there in the on, midst. It didn't say when you was by yourself. Now God hears you. Right, right, But right, when you right, go right. together as a couple and you're holding hands, say, God, here we are. You made us. You know us from the inside out. 
here is what we want from you. This is what we desire to have that your will be done in our lives. Mm. But if we're only going in there trying to say, well, you know what, God, we thank you so much. And, um, you know, I just, I, I need a job. I, I want to get the bills paid. I want the big house and I want the big car and all that stuff. You're just saying, want, 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 want. Mm. What God is asking you is what are you going to do, 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 do? Right, right. What right, are you going right, to right. do to show me that you're stepping out on faith? Right, See, right, one of the right. things that we mm. we have to understand is that, and I, we've said this on the, on the uh, show, the seed you plant today you're not going to be able to eat the fruit tomorrow. Amen. Amen. So you may need to pray today. You may not see that coming to fruition until way down the line. But right. when you have faith and you're constantly going before God and you have that belief and you're worried more, you put your faith more in God than you do in man. Mm, say that part. Say yeah, that you, part, You put sir. your faith in God more than you do in man. Yes. That's the way it's supposed to be. But a lot of people, what they'll do is, well, you know what? I prayed to God for a job, but let me go see if my boy can hook me up. Mm. You, you got the ultimate hookup already. On. You got the ultimate hookup already. Now, I understand God may lead you in a direction to get you to in front of a person that may be able to get you the job because he will open up all the doors. All the doors. But what I'm trying to get at is when we pray and we're saying we're trusting in God, but then we don't leave that thing alone for him to go do it. We go start trying to do it ourselves. So why did you go in the closet and close the mm, door in the first mm, place? Mm, my God. So we got to build that, that faith because that faith is what brings us into that closer relationship when it comes to God. Right. Now, this, this is the other thing that I want to say, and, and I want to... I hope this helps a lot of individuals out. Okay. We understand that our children are watching us all the time. Mm -hmm. They get things from us. And we say it to ourselves all the time. Well, look, look how your son acted. Where do you think he got it from? He acted just like you, <laughs> right? So if our kids can pick up those things that we have that are hanging on us that we probably need to change, if we start praying and they see that and they start doing the same thing in their relationships, right? oh my God, right, that, right. that's what it's all about right there. And that's the reason why a lot of our younger generations don't know about praying to God because they ain't never seen their parents praying come to God Come on, come on. I'm going to leave that one right come there. On. And you know what? God literally just dropped and reminded me of something, dropped something in my spirit. Um, it was a, when we learn how to pray as husband and wife and we practice praying mm -hmm. together, let me say that, not just blessing your food, not just, oh, well, baby, we want this next house. So let's sit here and let's pray and let's do it. Mm -hmm. you, you talking about wants, wants, wants. Yes. There are things that we desire that God do. And Matthew 7 and 7, starting with Matthew 7 and 7, says, ask and it shall be given. Mm -hmm. But the question that I want to encourage you all tonight, again, is how are you asking? That's the thing. Genie prayer or godly prayer? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's two different Gs. The genie or God. And so what God brought to my remembrance was this. And I, oh, we shared this probably years ago, but this is very relevant. When you get in the practice of praying as husband and wife on one accord, okay? Mm -hmm. Not as two, he over here, you over here. You get in the practice of praying on one accord and going before God on one accord. It becomes just that to the point where you do it effort, effortlessly and don't think anything about it. So we were on a family trip, Gallenberg, Tennessee. We was in the cabins. Um, our daughter went to get a cup at that time. She was probably four, four, five, four eight. years old, I believe. And so she went to get a cup and she, you know, was climbing up on the counter to get this cup so she can get her something to drink. Kenya and I was upstairs playing pool. Um, they were downstairs watching TV, the kids or whatever. We was up in the loft. Anywho, we hear this thud. 
we we she yells out my husband flies down the stairs like superman i couldn't get down there fast enough and then he was like oh my god well she um busted open her head Mm -hmm. and by the time we got down there blood her face was covered in blood or whatnot and so being that we have the training, I guess I can say that we had, instead of going into panic mode, and it's going to make sense here in a minute, instead of going into the panic mode, like we generally do as parents, we snap back to our training as soldiers mm-hmm. and snap back to our training as medical professionals and different things like that. And we got her to the hospital. So we get in the hospital, we get in the room, they want to do all these scans and this and that. And the doctor came in there and they was talking about, you know, stitches and, oh, we may have to do this. She may have internal bleeding in her head and all that. And I remember Kenya said, doc, no, they was doing whatever they was doing at the end. That's what it was. They was doing what they was doing at her head, seeing about her head. Me and Kenya joined hands. And I remember laying across my baby's feet. Kenya was right there. We laid across her and we automatically went to praying. And I'm telling you, it was just people moving a thousand miles. Y'all do what y'all got to do, but we about to take this thing as a husband and wife team, as a mother and father, take this thing to the Lord in prayer. And we went in, you heard me? And so once we finished praying, I'm crying, you know, all the emotions. We just going before the Lord God. We know you're going to do this thing like never before. We just calling down the heavenlies. You hear me? Once we finished, and I remember, you know, I'm trying to dry my face and all that. And baby girl just laying in the bed is comfortable. You know, she wasn't panicked. I remember the doctor. And mind you, we were stationed at Fort Campbell, Kentucky at the time. What are we? Mm-hmm. were we yeah no family. actually she wasn't even born we went there on a family trip we was here yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. so anywho with that being said the doctor stopped what she was doing the nurse was standing over in the corner had the suture kit in the hand and everything the doctor said first of all let me share this with you all i have never seen parents come in and do what you guys just did then she went on to say all the, the medical things that they thought was going on, CT scan and all that. We have the reports back. And she said, seeing an injury like this, I've never seen this type of report. She said, she doesn't have any brain swelling. We won't have to go into emergency surgery. I just got the report seeing as y'all was praying. The only thing we need to do is give her sutures. We're going to give her some sutures and then I want you all to monitor her. This lady didn't know us, like we say in the country from Adam, but she said, if, if this baby needs anything else, y'all just come straight back here and you have the hospital call me the rest of the time while you are on vacation. And not only that, were we praying? This is how we know prayer works. Okay. Mm -hmm. Me and Kenya sitting here today. And we don't have, you know, we're not a divorced couple. This is how we know prayer works. So if it works for us, it works for our family. It will definitely work for you. But my question that I'm going to ask, and I'm going to let it go for a little bit, we're going to come back to it, is where's your faith? Mm. If you know that you are praying, the two of you, husband and wife, uh, whatever, you know you are single and you are praying for a mate, where is your faith? Because let me share this with you, something I do know. Like Kenya just said, when you go and try to make it happen on your own, 
that's not showing faith in God. But when you move how God tell you to move, God tell you to go talk to this person, go do this, da 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 da, da. You know, this is who's going to mentor you as a husband and wife team, uh, as a man, because we know we've shared this on the show with males. Generally, males want, I got it all together. I got everything going on. But God is like, mm-mm. I want this person to mentor you during this season. Mm -hmm. When you move in the will of God and not in the will of self and you have faith, that's when things come to fruition. So where is your faith? Yeah, that's good. And, and you know, faith is one of those things that we definitely have a lot, have to have a lot of in prayer because right. if we're not bound up in faith. How do you ever expect anything to come into fruition? Right. You're putting your trust all in God your faith, you're going to see things that are going to be produced. But yes. when you start putting them in your own abilities, you're not going to be able to get that. Even the Bible tells us I can do all things through Christ, all not through things. ourselves. Come on. Because Christ is the one that strengthens us. Yes. So we have to get out of this mindset that when we pray, we're doing something, we're causing something to change because that ain't got nothing to do with you mm -hmm. in a sense. That come is all on, about God on. hearing what it is that you need. Yes. All your prayer, all your supplication. And then when he acts, when he moves, when he calls a shift to go into effect, then we give him all the honor and glory. Mm. Uh, a lot of individuals will say these words, well, I've prayed and I prayed and I haven't got an answer yet. Well, are you listening? Ooh, that is See, good. a lot of times what we'll do, we'll do a whole bunch of talking to God, come on. but we don't want to listen come on, because come he'll on, be, be on. telling us, well, hey, you're asking me for something. I'm willing to do it for you, but you got to do this, but you don't ever hear mm. what you got to do. You just want to throw out there what you want God to do. Mm. So we put all these uh, exceptions on God. Well, if you do this, I'll do that. If you do that, I'll do that. Is not the way to go. Right, right. God, right. If it be your will in my life, yes, God. In my steps, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. You know, and that's one of the things we have to uh, really get in our mind. So I go to James, the first chapter, 19th and the 20th verse. Mm -hmm. It reads, let every person be quick to hear. Mm. Right off the bat, you got to be ready to hear. Right, 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 right. Slow to speak. Slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of oh, God. God. So mm. when you be going up in your prayer closet, sweating mm. your weed, uh, weave out, <laughs> when you be going up there talking about your husband and your wife and anger and all that stuff, you're not producing any righteousness. Right, right, right. Mm, you need to bring God. that thing down a bit. Because number one, when you're in there focusing on uh, your husband, mm. saying he's the problem, the problem might just be you. Mm, but we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that. So God, I come before you as humbly as I know yes, how. God. This is the issue that we have. See, right. we always want to go before God and say it's the other person that's got the problem when it's really both y'all in a sense mm. because the two are trying to become one. Right, right, Father, right. this is what we are going through in our relationship. Make us stronger. Increase our faith yes. so that we can move like you would want us to move. Right. If you tell me to move a mountain, I'm going to have a faith enough that I can speak to that mountain and it can be moved. But then when God says go move the mountain, then a lot of times husband will say, well, you pray more than I do you go move it right God, pray us. to god like yeah. you do yeah. and it's not about that god knows who you are yes Mm, and mm. he knows how your words can be manifested, through, you know, from your body right. in, in the natural up to him in the spirit. Right, right, right. Mm. And and I'm real, man, this is going to be a good one here. I, I, okay. Everybody, if you want to know anything, put it on Google. Right. Google ain't got nothing on God. Come on, come on. He ain't sir. got nothing on God. Come so on. You can search for stuff all day long on Google. You still got to weed through some stuff right. to see what's real, 
what's been evidence-based is somebody just making this up does this even exist but we know that the holy bible exists and we know that god exists mm. we know he put all things into the making into fruition so why not go back to the person that made everything to get the answers right and right. god tells us if you ask what it is that you want from me yes ask, ask what it is shall be given unto you yes. he didn't say you know what ask me and then um you know go back i'll get back with you later it right. feels like that a lot yes but ask and see what I can do for you. Right, right. And right, a lot right. of times we don't wait our timing out. Mm. And we have to understand that everything is about timing. In God's timing, in not God's timing. In God's and, timing. And I, I'll give you a good example of that. Mm -hmm. We're not all operating on the same plane. Right. We're born, and for some people, they they have easy pregnancies. Other individuals have harder pregnancies. Mm -hmm. You get a child that comes out. You get some children that never crawl. Just one day they get up and walk. Right, But then right. you get some individuals, that some children that have to scoot around on their uh, stomachs for a while. Some of them be doing a the little kick just to move around. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden they figure out, well, I can stand up and walk along the couch. Then they kind of get away from it a little bit. Right. Everybody has to come in to think in their own particular time. Right. So when you're praying, don't be sitting up there asking for what the Joneses are doing and what they're oh, going through I'm because certain. it ain't about the Joneses at that time. It's about yes. what God is seeing in you. Mm -hmm. They may be at another level where he's saying they're prepared for this. They've been praying for years. They've showed me their faith when you're still sitting there in the boat of late to get out on the water and walk towards God. Mm, 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 mm. So that is one of the things we have to understand. The other thing that we have to understand is, um, I, I just believe in this. This is me. I don't believe in fighting there. Mm, so okay. there's no way I'm going to go try to fight uh, the enemy knowing that I can't take the enemy down. Mm. I'm going to be that one that's sitting there like, okay, you, you want to play enemy? Okay, uh, Father in heaven, you Come are on, this, sir. that, and other. the Come alpha, on. the omega, the beginning and the end. Gotta you know, my you rock this. and my shield. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I believe in you. I know I have strength, but I can't tackle this thing on my own. Strengthen me to do what it is that you would want me to do. Right, Make right. me like David and give me three rocks and a slingshot and let me see what I, you, you got my steps for what mm -hmm. I need to be doing. Yes, God. But all too often we're going, okay, God, you know what I need you to do. Can I get a, a M4, give me some five, five, six rounds and make them 72 grain. Uh, and I'm going to go out here and I'm going to do this, that, and the other, and I'm going to do that. And then when we get around people, it's, yeah, we saved our marriage. No, right. Didn't. That's the thing that gets me though. Yeah. Right there. The honor and glory is supposed to go back. Yeah. You got to give it back to God. So when you go before God, as they used to say back in the day, just come correct. Yes. He already know it ain't like you go hide nothing right. from him. Nothing. Don't be embarrassed because right. you're not the only one that's done went to him with that same situation. Come the Bible right. says there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. And I know that is a deterrent and it is a lie from the pits of hell because what the enemy wants you to do, he don't want you to get in that relationship with God. Mm. He don't want you to get close to him where you're hearing his voice because when you hear God's voice, you're not going to hear the enemy's voice. Mm. The Bible even tells us that you, you're not going to get something sweet and sour in the same vine. You know, you you, you're going to get one or the other. When right, you're talking right. to God, he's ready to give you all that sweetness. He's ready to give you the cattle on a thousand hills. He's not going to set you up for failure. Right. The enemy wants to say, yeah, I want you to do this. Oh, I'm going to hook you up, but you're going to pay for it later. Right, right, right. God right. has already paid that price. Yes. So the one thing that I want to tell individuals, don't be afraid of prayer. Because mm, prayer, we, we say it all the time, prayer changes things. Yes. But prayer increases your relationship with God. Mm. When you increase your relationship with God, that will increase the relationship between that other. husband and that wife. It increases that communicate. Well, I don't know how to talk to God. Most of y'all don't know how to talk to your husband and your wife. Mm -hmm. You get that fixed with mm -hmm. learning how to talk My to God. him. He can fix your mouth so that you know how to talk to your wife. Mm -hmm. See, you mm -hmm. don't go to God like, look here, look, you know, I understand you say you died for me, but what you're not going to do now, you don't do all that Listen. like you do that with your spouse. Mm -hmm. 
God, I come to you as humbly and as I know you're a humble servant standing on the highways and byways doing what the <laughs> Lord has called me to do. You try to get right and get your word straight when it right. comes to God. Why not start practicing that with your spouse mm -hmm. as well? Because mm -hmm. when God sees that you're trying to work on something and you got faith and you're turning it over to him, that's when he does it seemingly and abundantly. Mm. But we can't go up in there grudgingly trying to point all the fingers at the other individual when we know most of the time it's already in that issue is with you. Right, 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 right. And so we got to get on that same accord. We had issues in the past where we'd be fighting about stuff that it was all about somebody else, not about us. Ooh, and then after about two or three days, we like, why we why arguing? Yeah. This ain't got to do with us. And that's what the enemy would do. He would get you entwined in the other stuff to get you out of focus and seeing what he wants you, what God wants you to be at. Mm. And once we start saying, hold on a minute, we're not going to get in anybody else's stuff. They're, that's their relationship. Let's focus on us. Stuff started to get a whole lot better. Now, right. It started to get better, but the enemy started to attack even the more. Mm, yeah, that's, that's true. That's when we figured out the strategy. Right. So when you go to God saying, I need you to fix my marriage, God already knows what needs to be fixed. Mm. The enemy knows what needs to be fixed. So he's going to come harder. Oh, you want God to come in and fix your marriage and I'm trying to tear it apart? Okay, you're saying let y'all be faithful and it's just going to be the two of y'all? Oh, wait till you see this little honey I got that's about to turn around and come back down mm. the street. I'm going to see where your eyes go. Mm. I'm going to see what your body starts. I'm going to see what starts running through your mind because wow. I may not be able to control everything that God has control, but I can dang sure try to tempt you because I'm good at that. Attempt. But this is what God says. God will never give you anything that he can't get you, uh, put you in a position that you can't get out of. Mm. All right. We put ourselves in positions that we can't get out right, of. Right. Right. But God says there's always an open door to exit. The problem is we don't always want to exit. Mm. We want to stick around and play what we want to in our own little playroom. Then when we decide we want to get rid of it, then it's there. Right. We need to start putting some things down that God doesn't want for us to have. We need to back away from the enemy because if he, he said in his word, resist the enemy and he shall flee. Right. He didn't say he was going to walk away. He didn't say he's going to turn around and get mad, kick a rock and say, I'll be back. And he said, if you resist the enemy, he will flee. That mm. means get up out of here. Right. Lickety right. split. Right. Like giddy up. Right. And that's one of the things that happens when you start to have that consistent prayer life with your father, with God. Mm. He hears from you regularly. And it's going to be one of the things like some of us do with our, our parents Hey, mama, how you doing? Boy, I ain't heard from you in so long. God, don't throw that back in your face. Mm -hmm. What he's up there saying is, I'm glad you called out. Right. I'm right, glad you reached right, out. Right. And when you call God, you don't get a busy tone. You don't get a drop call. None of that stuff. You got a direct line because Jesus is right there as our mediator mm -hmm. to go before him for everything that we're asking for. Mm -hmm. So we got to mm -hmm. increase that prayer life. We got to uh, uh, increase our um gird up our loins for everything that we're going to do. We got to put on the whole armor of God. Mm -hmm. and, and that'll take me to this part that I want to hit uh, at right here to really get people to understand this. And I'm going to take you over to Ephesians. Mm -hmm. Make sure I get this right. And I'm going to go down here and it says these words. Go on Ephesians, the sixth chapter, mm -hmm. 11th verse. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Mm -hmm. This is the most important part right here. Put on the whole armor is very important. Right. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against yes. the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So this is what I got to tell you. You better know where you're fighting at. Mm. 
You can't it's, defeat the when enemy. When it comes to your marriage, yeah. your family, yes. You can't defeat the enemy in his backyard. You got to bring him to your backyard. Mm. Make him have to stand up against God because we know he's already lost. He's defeated, but we gotta yes. we gotta do some things. Stand there for having your loins girt about you with truth and having all on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith. You got to have all this together because mm -hmm. one's not working without the other. Wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked mm -hmm. and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit uh, is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplications in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Right. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, mm -hmm. for which I am an ambassador in the bonds therein. I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to go back up when it's talking about you getting dressed. If I was going to do a sermon, I'm like, it's time to get dressed. It's right. time to go to war. Mm -hmm. You got to put on all your stuff because you don't know what the enemy is going to be throwing at you. You go out there and say, well, you know, I'm just going to put on my helmet because I think he's going to be taking headshots. And then that's when he starts coming with those fiery darts body. to the body. in different parts of your life. So yeah. you got to be prayed up and strengthened up in all your areas so that you can withstand the wild of the enemy right once again that's why you have the three braided cords it's you your spouse and god tied together fighting this thing out right right if right, you go right, in there right. by yourself yeah you go come back like a dog with his tail chucked between his legs sitting down there like this mm -hmm. but when you got god behind you and i'm not trying to say i'm gonna treat god like he's that genie and i'm gonna act the fool that hey look go deal with him because right. i know he's behind me right. but i got faith in my god to know my prayers are being heard they're going to be answered and this is the last thing I'm going to say. When you go in that prayer closet, don't always make it about you. Mm, but you know what? It was something that you said that came to my mind, which was this. When you were talking about communication mm -hmm. and we were talking about the word, how you go to God and, you know, not going as a genie with the things that you want, like you were saying. But what popped in my head was this. Does our communication with our husband or wife mirror our communication with God? Oh, wow. Let me say that one more time because we got to let this sink in. Does your communication with your husband and wife, husband and wife, mirror your communication with God? Now, if you say, and I'm not trying to throw no darts, but y'all know as we keep it a hundred on this show. If you say, well, I don't really have no communication with God. Well, now I see why you, you got issues with your husband mm -hmm. or your wife, because you're not communicating with the father, okay? So if you say, well, I communicate with God, but it's hard for me to communicate with my husband, my wife, is it really hard? Because see, this is what I know about God. Let me tell you again, being transparent. There are many times going into the prayer closet where I'm crying and I'm like, God, I don't understand. I just want to love this man and this, that, and the other. And as I'm listening, because that's one of the things Kenya was saying, we're quick to pray, but we're not quick to listen. And he read the scripture, you know, you got to listen. So when God comes back, and even if God is speaking through someone else, there's many a times I call the girlfriend, I pray and say, okay, God, this thing is on me. I don't want it to be on me. I want things to be better between me and my husband. Can you, which girlfriend, who am I supposed to call to talk to about this thing? Now I'm praying with God and God will put this certain girlfriend in my heart. I call, hey, sis, I was just thinking about you. You know, how are you doing? Is everything okay? Boom, you busy right now? That's what I generally my homegirls and they say no i'm not and i'm like thank you lord because usually they are and then when i explain the situation let me tell you what my good girlfriends will tell me yeah you wrong 
what you mean I'm wrong? Yep, you, you're wrong. God has dropped it in my spirit and say, you need to go back and apologize to your husband. But see, we don't want to do that part. So we can communicate with God. We can have faith all day long. But when God answers our prayer, our communication with him, and he tells us to go do, go get it right. You was wrong. Or even if you wasn't wrong, go and mend that thing and get it right. We don't want to do that part because we don't want to humble ourselves mm -hmm. to say, you know what, baby? I'm so sorry. I was wrong. I was out of order. I shouldn't. And when you apologize, sincerely apologize, not just apologize to check the block, because we do that a lot as a people. And so for let me switch over to the singles real quick, because this always happened when we're going through the show. We literally got 10 minutes left before the singles. If you are praying for a mate, if you are praying because you desire to be married, and I understand y'all getting frustrated, you about tired of people telling you all this. Keep in mind that God's timing mm -hmm. is not our timing, okay? So, well, God, while you're doing your thing, let me go over here and date with this person. Let me go over here and sleep with that person. Let me go over here and play house with this person. And I'm not trying to judge anybody. That's for, hey, that's between you and God. Because we, like we always say on Marriage Matters with the Kings, we do not know your situation. However, we're trying to move the back doorway while we waiting on God to do what he going to do. But see, this is what I want us to understand, whether you single or you married. When you trying to move in your will and not God's will, and you wonder what's taking so long, God, why you not moving? God, why is me and my husband's marriage not uh, um, better? I've been waiting on you for a whole year or whatever the case may be. You don't understand you moving your way through the back door like God don't see you is blocking what God trying to do in your life as a single and in your life and in your marriage and with your family. You're blocking it because you are out of God's will trying mm -hmm. to do what it is that you want to do. So how can we pray? Um, going back, how can we pray and say in Matthew 6 and 10, thy will be done your will be done god but we over here moving shady mm -hmm. i'm just asking absolutely right i'm and, asking and i will go out there and say when you when you're having this this prayer life uh once you get used to talking to god mm -hmm. uh, it gets easier as it goes right uh you don't have to come before god in fear just mm -hmm. say what needs to be said yes. he already knows what you need before you say it right he's just looking for you to come in agreement. Mm, 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 the mm. other thing i want individuals to understand if you go back to genesis i, I don't have the chapter and verse up but when you're talking about uh abraham and sarah mm -hmm. uh there was a portion in there where God said to Abraham, has for your wife, her name was Sarah. Mm -hmm. Her name is now going to be called Sarah. Sarah. Mm -hmm. He says, I will bless her. And moreover, I will give you a son by her. God has given instructions to Abraham at that particular time. Mm -hmm. Abraham heard and he obeyed. Come on. And for me, I like that part in the scripture because he's saying, I don't need you to be calling your wife what you used to call her. Somebody ain't go catch that. Mm -hmm. I need you to call her what she is. Mm -hmm. See, My one God. of the things we're doing when it comes to prayer, we're still treating our spouse like they used to be mm -hmm. instead of like they are when it comes to them being our spouse. Yes. We're going to go back to them girlfriend dates. Oh, you want to act like this? Oh, I remember when you did this, that, and that. You started bringing up all that. Pat. God said, look, I didn't give you a new name. You had the name single. Now mm -hmm. you got the name married. 
Come on, sir. Ooh, I like that. And if you want me to bless you, I need you to listen to what I'm saying, because when it comes down to it, it may not be in five years, in 10 years. It may be when you are 90 or 100 years old, but this child is going to come and he's going to be a father to the nation. Right. So in this stuff that you're doing, recognize who you're calling your spouse and who you're calling yourself. Mm. Don't don't be what you used to be. Be what God has called you to be now. Yes. yes Answer yes, to that yes. name. Yeah. We got a whole bunch of names that we got stored up in a closet with the bones of what we used to be is not Come who on. we are right now. Come on. So a part of that prayer is taking off all that old stuff that you used to have. Mm. You can't bring that um that new wine into old wineskins because stuff is going to bust. Right, right, right. So right, come right. with some new wine and some new wineskins because God is ready to fill you up. Mm. But it's going to be in his timing, but it's going to be well worth it when it gets down to the end. Yes, and that's what I was about to say. Keeping in mind this, y'all, and we can tell y'all this. You talking about come the 18th. 18th of December? Mm -hmm. Come the 18th of December. We will be married 24 years. With that being said, we're not bragging. We're only telling you what God. We couldn't get to 24 years, which we have an amazing marriage. Like, oh my God. But I couldn't see that back then when I was in that prayer closet praying. You see what I'm saying? What people tend to do, whether you be in the building or outside of the building, December, yeah, December 17th, in the building or outside of the building, what people do is you just call it quits. I'm done. I'm sick of this. I'm tired of going through this. But how often did the two of you pray together? How often do you join hands as a husband and wife and pray? I remember times when we came together as a family and I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying we got down on our knees in our living room with our children and was praying for other people. Hey, we had a family meeting. This is what's going on in so-and-so family. We going to come together and we going to pray. And we got on our knees. We joined hands and the head of our household led us in prayer. So how often do you as a husband and wife join hands and allow where the two or three are gathered to, for God to come in the midst? Because the word of God tells us that when you get to this side, when you put your stubborn self aside, mm -hmm. when you stop thinking about flesh and you start thinking about, I really love this man. I would do anything for that woman because guess what? You're not praying for your marriage, but you pray for your kids. How does that work? There are plenty of time and I'm confessing this thing right now on this show that my husband has waking up early. You hear me? He was asleep. He was knocked out, baby. When I tell you that oil was on that head and you know how you lay you all booed up for the, those of y'all watching us on YouTube, you all laid booed up, baby. I didn't put my hand on his head and I'm praying and I'm covering him and God strengthened my husband and God, you know, God, him, dear God, have him lead us heavenly father to where we are following your will as a family because not only am i going to be sitting up here praying for my pastor or praying for the president or any of these other leaders but you mean to tell me i'm praying for them and i can't pray for my man of god in my home what are we doing here or you as a husband how often are you praying over your wife i know there were times when my body we have aches and pains we veterans let's keep it real where we were in some serious pain, my husband going in for surgery, different things like that. We don't wait until just those things happen to pray. 
You see what I'm saying? There are times my husband may be massaging my back because I'm in so much pain and I'm praying at the same time because I want the pain to go away. I do not like pain, but he's praying over me. So how is it that we can sit up and pray for everybody else, for those of you who pray, mm -hmm. but you can't pray to the pray for the ones that you are supposed to love mm. the most? That, that, that's a rough one there. And, and I'm not trying to call anybody out, but we've seen it a lot over the years. You got yes. a lot of individuals and I, I totally believe in intercessory prayer. Yes, but I've I seen a lot of intercessory prayer teams that are praying for everybody else in the church and they, they got stuff going on in their old households with their husbands and wives and won't utter a word. Mm, won't say hey sis bro can you yeah. join with me and then you wonder why everybody else around you is getting blessed but you're not mm, sometimes mm, it's not about being selfish sometimes mm, we got to take care of Jesus. our our homes first our My first God. come on come on so that way everybody is able to probably once you and i'm just gonna put it like this shannon and i could not be at the place where we were at if we didn't get our stuff straight first amen we couldn't be helping y'all if we don't help ourselves first and go from there praise and God. so we had to get into that prayer room we had to get into that moment where it's times when she would go to work one way i'm going to work the other way but i'm praying on my way to work i'm praying when i get to work right. so that's what we would encourage individuals to do pray because prayer is going to change some things in your life and other people's lives as well right so to like disappoint you all and let you all know <laughs> but we didn't ran through our show time this mm -hmm. thing right here i'm feeling it and when i tell you i'm feeling it it is so powerful we pray that this will impact you all in a positive way mm -hmm. please take the scriptures and go and read them for yourself and rightly divide them and go in your prayer closet and study to show yourself approved when it comes to prayer your your marriage watch that thing change it worked for us so we know that it will work for you Definitely. so mm -hmm. and i would just encourage the singles out there make sure that you're praying before you get ready to say those words my god uh, stay in prayer uh while you're dating yes uh, pull that man aside and y'all start praying right then together there. don't wait till you get to the marriage to start praying start doing it right now. don't be practicing having sex Oh, oh, you did not. I'm, I'm going there. Yeah, Don't be so. practicing having sex. Ooh. And you can't even practice praying. <clears throat> Anywho, there so that go. is another show of Marriage Mondays with the Kings. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. If you have any show topics, any comments, or anything that you would like to share with us or just contact us, please go to our website, marriagemondayswiththekings.com. Go to the Contact Us tab. Someone from our team will follow up with you. We want to thank you so much for joining us for another show of Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We ask that you join us back next week at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as always, keep it locked right here on KRGN 98.5 FM, The, the Rock. Rock.